Right, they go. Campbell is up from fullback over halfway. Brings Spate back on the angle run. Henry Spate stepping. Spate delivering to McDermott. And it's a beautiful try to the Queensland Reds. Yes, guys, welcome back. Uh, the Reds Radio Podcast, a new episode this week. Team Mitch here again, and I'm joined by the Reds head coach and Brad Thorne. Thorny, how are you, mate? Pleasure to be here. Team Mitch, thanks for uh, having me on your show. I have to ask you how how are you? It's it's a it's a weird it's a very crazy time in the world right now where we're all stuck at home and there's no footy going on, mate. How are you going? Yeah, you're right. It is um, weird, and um, you know, I guess it's uh, yeah. This sort of thing hasn't happened for a hundred years, I think, since the Spanish uh, flu the, the pandemic. So, of all the things, if you sat down before the season and thought, you know, what what are some things that could you know, throw a spanner in the works, you know, like a hundred year pandemic. <laughs> I wouldn't have come up with it, you know. Um, um, so very unusual. Yeah, um, you know, we've been building for a couple of years uh, this year, um, a lot, you know, put in by the, the, the club, the staff and the players. And then to, um, you know, to be getting to a good space, you know, in the last few games and, and you know, looking with plenty of opportunity for the remaining of, this, of the season, uh, for this to sort of come about has just been um, really unusual and, uh, like like you said, a sort of weird experience. To be at home, um, I've got four children. My wife, my mother lives with us. She has Alzheimer's. Um, um, I have my mother-in-law, actually, that lives next door as well. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're here and um, we are... Uh, spending this time together and, and we're looking at, you know, the what's going on around the world and I guess we're thinking feeling really grateful and thankful um, um, that we live here and um, that people are being looked after with it and, and there hasn't been hasn't been um, too out of control the infection rate here. So um, and with the rugby, uh, yeah, just wondering uh, where that's gonna get to, I guess. Mm. Well mate you you mentioned your wife, your kids, your mum, your mother-in-law, mate. You're, you're all sort of stuck here. How's it? How's all that going? What have you guys been doing, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the the thing that's been helping, I think, everyone get through is just the exercise. Um, you know, walking the dog as a family, um, kicking the footy, um, you know, just getting out uh, is re- really important. Um, you know, uh, having a little workout, um, in the gym, um, passing the footy around in the backyard with the boys. Uh, we have been doing a lot of uh, meetings and stuff still with um, with the rugby side of things, and just in case you know where things are when the game's going to be you know back on or whatever. And um, there's been a you know a lot of stuff like that, keeping in contact with the players. Um, you know, obviously they're still training and and. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's such a interesting experience. It's not like I can say to the guys, "Oh yeah, we went through this back in you know twenty years ago with the this or that." Like I said, it's a hundred year thing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. look around the world, you see massive problems. You know, in places like Italy, Spain, mm-hmm. you know, United States, different places. Um, it's a really serious thing, and um, f- number one for health for people. Uh, you know, and then and then economically around the world, it's you know it's it's a solid thing as well. So, 
um, interesting times. Mm. On the flip side, has it been nice? I guess having that family time, even you know, working out with your with your sons and 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 having that you know father son or father daughter sort of time as well, mate. Yeah, it's been like flat out since I've been coaching the mm. Reds. When I finished my career, you know, you sort of think it was like about twenty two years or whatever it was. Mm. And you you sort of flat out doing your thing, and I'm going to finish my career, playing career, and then you know it'll ease up, and there won't be all the travel and stuff. And then you know <laughs> that, that hasn't really changed much, has it? You know, yeah. it's, you know, got into this job a couple of years back, and you know it's been it's been a um, solid um, bit of work, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um, it's been flat out and. And also raising a family, you know, my oldest son's 16, mm. and I've got a 15-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a, and a 10-year-old daughter. Mm. Um, so four kids sort of in the peak time of, um, you know, t- those teenage years. And, yeah. um, you know, you can, in the winter we have like seven games of sport. You know, they play boys play league and union, and my daughter plays netball. So yeah. you've got all the trainings. Yeah. You know, you've got uh, these different things, obviously, with my mum and that. Yeah. Um, and, and you've got the work where, you know, there's been a lot of pressure on around that job, you know. It's, mm, mm. you know, really trying to make an impact there with Queensland Rugby and, mm. and it's been sort of a, um, it's been hard work but rewarding seeing mm. all these young guys go through, come through and mm. really start to show their wares. And, mm. um, so aside from that, um, to, to sort of be forced to stop, mm. there has been... Um, an, an opportunity and a positive way to take a breath mm. and for my wife and me just to go, you know, um, and it's forced us to um, just to take, you know, just to slow things up. Mm. You know, have all these trainings to go to with the kids, mm. sport on the weekends, don't have all this um, travelling around with, you know, we're going to Africa and Argentina mm. and mm. all this sort of stuff. And um, it's been really cool, you know, um, um, yeah, it's been good for me and my wife, and um, and um, it's just taken the pace off a little bit, yeah. and it's been nice, uh, you know, uh, spending more time together, and can get a bit challenging with this many people in a house mm. at, at that age, but um, mm. you know, you know, um, it's good. Our faith's really important to us. Mm. Um, as Christians, and um, it's good with the the um, you know the technology we have these days. You know, it's Good Friday today, and we you know we you, we didn't go to church, but we were uh, you know had a Zoom uh, you know church happened Seven, yeah, over the yeah, yeah. over the internet, you know. Yeah. So um, you know it's been good to uh, like I said, think about how lucky we are. What God's given us and um, and this time and um, yeah um, yeah how hard is that coming from a team environment now into isolation I think um, they seem to have really good connections a lot of I think that this era of people young people are used to the millennials that they the internet's massive for them anyway that's often how they communicate so I don't necessarily think um you know, if you see a lot of guys are on their phones all the time communicating. So, you know, you imagine for some of them it might just be business as usual, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, they call the duty and yeah. these games and, 
you know, it's it's a different sort of era, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. I think this era is as well equipped as ever to handle this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it might have been different 20, 30 years ago when we didn't have the internet and all this mm-hmm. sort of connection and stuff. So, yeah. Right. Mm. Right, we've been working hard since since last year. We went around the world at the start of the year and we were just, you know, just starting to make our move there on the ladder only for Super Rugby to be suspended for the foreseeable future mate how as as head coach how tough has that been yeah it's just been um uh sort of uh, it's like being a bit of limbo um it's just been mm. a bit weird you mm. know you're just in the cauldron you're going at it you know we've as coaches um at this club you know we worked really hard on this place and it's been you know a couple of solid years anyone that knows about the Queensland Reds is you know we've been working away hard these young guys have been uh, mm. coming through and and um, so you got that sort of uh, two and a half years of uh, sorry about that noise in the background <laughs> someone's going to work there but you got the two and, a, two and a half years of hard work going on there but uh, but then at the end of last year we kick off around um, as coaches around July August mm. preparing you know, reviewing, preparing. Yeah, you know, it doesn't just start in November preseason. You, mm. you know, getting all these things in place, mm. NRCs going on, um, all this sort of stuff, mm. and then um, get through the preseason. The guys have been really ripping in, and then um, you know, if there's you know those trial games, we went out to the, which I love, yeah. out of the state there, and um, um, the register regions, all that stuff, yeah. and then. Seven games in around the world trip, like you said, yeah. um, you know, and we—I felt like we'd, you know, paid some dues, done the hard stuff early in this year's competition, and mm-hmm. um, the guys are just um, growing in confidence and um, just growing in their game and their belief, and mm. you know, there's some real belief come out of that Crusaders game, but um, there was a reason why, you know, out of seven games, there was five bonus points. Mm. You know, we were in every game um, and uh, we're competing with everyone, whether it's at home or away, mm. uh, in Argentina or, uh, you know, Canterbury or wherever. Mm. So, um, so yeah, it's a bit frustrating um, if I'm from a selfish point of view, you know, just thinking. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and depending on how it goes, like the rugby is important for these young guys, uh, these guys as well, mm. because just more rugby under their belt, you know. Yeah got your guys like Liam Wright who's the captain and Scott Youngs and guys you know in the mid 30s for games now 35 games you yeah. know the guys like Luke Khan and that and the, I think around it must be 40 plus Isaiah Ryder and Tignola in the 50 odd games you're starting to get some decent games now mm. when we kicked off a couple of years ago Liam Wright was on zero mm. you know Scott Young was on zero Tate was on zero you know you go through the whole team so they're starting to get a body of games uh, yeah, under their belt, and there's there's these games that were to come are important also for our growth as well as trying to compete this year to yeah. to try and um, you know be, play finals footy. So yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see if we get to um, you know looking to opportunity to play yeah. again this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it is uh, sort of uh, uh, interesting, sort of uh, perhaps a little bit frustrating a little bit sort of weird mm, mm. and uh, disappointing. Mm. And, um, you know, uh, I guess we'll see where it all gets to, but mm. at some stage it would be good to have 
some closure if it's not yeah. going to go on. Yeah. Because a heck of a lot's been put in. Yeah. And, you know, now it's sort of just, you don't know what, where it's going. Yeah. So there needs to be, when you put that much effort in, there needs to be at some stage some sort of, um, I think, uh, either we know we're playing on yep. and, and, and ripping in or yep. some sort of, okay, this is done for a bit yep. and then we refresh, you know, um, um, you know, just get away from the footy for a bit or whatever yep. and then then you can be ready to build again for the next challenge. Obviously, health and safety is foremost, but do you hold out hope that we will play again this year, mate? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Um, you look around the world and... Um, yeah, you, know, you look at places uh, around the world like the States and Italy mm. and Spain, and uh, where things are—it's it's pretty hectic, man. It's yeah. pretty—it's uh, yeah, sad. Full on. There's a thousand people dying a day in places like the States, and New York, and it's whatever. Crazy. In Italy, you know, there's mm. been um, seven hundred, eight hundred people dying a day in mm. Spain. So, uh, where does this thing go? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, mm. It'd be great to think we could play again. You look around the world, though it's it's pretty serious, isn't it? Mm, so, mm. Um, I'm not, I, I don't really know, mm. um, but um, I'm sure you know, uh, Rugby Australia and the, you know Sansa and all this sort of stuff. They all have their models and whether things can go on or not or whatever. Mm, but mm, um, yeah, I guess you know on that for yourself, the players, uh, the staff, uh, that that uncertainty. That's the that's the hardest bit, isn't it? It's it's just that it's that not knowing what is around the corner, yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. And you know, um, the players are going through a dispute. Uh, you know, they're sort of negotiating Rupert with mm. the Rugby Australia, and mm. you know, we're no different, mate. As no. you know, for yourself, yeah. and yeah. Um, and there's a skeleton staff still in there, which I'm involved in. But you know, our, you know, that's affected our. Um, you know, um, what we're paid, and, and mm. so it should, mm. and that's that's been globally, and that mm. everyone's been impacted like that. So, mm. um, so you got that side of things. Um, yeah, we've all been working really hard, and we've all we're a pretty tight group, I reckon. Like yeah. you sitting opposite me, you know, our staff is really quite tight. Yeah, probably I've really missed that. If you know, asked me before about what's it meant, mm. I've actually really over you know these years, we're actually really. They talk about the players. One thing with the players, I want them to come through because I believed in the talent in Queensland, but also um, when a group come through together, they're tight, they're mates, mm. you know, mm. and that's important in footy. When you got you play for each other, you know, and um, you care about each other and mm. you want to achieve stuff together. And mm. um, But next to that has been the staff, you know, been together for two, three years now. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's a really good bond in there, you know, and yeah. it's probably, um, you know, you're just hoping things, you know, um, can uh, turn around with this this thing because, mm. you know, we all want to stay together and, you know, we're, everyone was, uh, with the staff and the players were all just um, giving our best and fully committed and... Everyone's and, in it, a good place. Yeah, think, you know? yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's... It'll be good to see it through and and to get you know the result we're, we're after you know um, mm, and mm. it's and it's it's just been enjoyable being part of that um, 
because, you know, on the other side, as a player, I was part of teams where I had really good mates and bonds, and it's nice that being on the other side of the game, that, you know, there's that real sort of team off the field, you know, yeah. where we're, we're all sort of, uh, there's good care there, and, we're, and we um, sort of looking after each other, and you get that with that travelling and stuff we do, don't yeah. we, and, yeah. uh, and a lot of laughs, and and also just putting your head down, working hard for it, mm. together for each other, and that, mm. so it's good. It is good. You know, speaking to the playing group, a lot of them have said that this year, for the first time in a long time, I guess was the was the first year that they actually thought, "Hang on, we could we could be in this." You know, there's actual a chance of playing finals footy. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, um, de- definitely. Uh, this year was, um, yeah, uh, I want to pay. You know, it was almost <laughs> like uh, from my point of view. You know. Um, was sort of like, you know, um, some dues have been paid mm. and um, it's time to get some pay, you know. Mm. So um, I've always believed in that. My dad told me as a young, as a boy, um, he gave me a, I went to Aspley's Primary and the, and the school motto was reward for effort. I remember him saying, um, see that motto? It was on a wall at school. He said that mm. you should mm. apply that. That's something you could apply in your life. That'd be a good life motto, reward for effort. Mm. When you put in a lot of effort, um, you know, over time, mm. at some stage, there's got to be some reward. There's got to be some pay. Mm. It just has to be. You work and you put in effort and you put in effort and you put in effort. Mm. Some stage, there's got to be some pay. So I guess, you know, um, a lot have been put in, you know, a lot been put on the line and... Um, um, yeah, so yeah, from my point of view, I, I really wanted some pay this year. Um, yeah. Um, I guess, uh, and I feel that from the team as well, from the staff, um, I guess me being me, yeah. um, the first year, I wanted to make finals. <laughs> <laughs> the second year, I wanted to make finals. And if you look at those years, yeah. each year we're probably two games shy, you know. Yeah. Um, um, so you've got to earn the right. And we hadn't had the right yet, but we weren't that far away either. You know, um, yeah. um, last year, you know, we had opportunities right to the end, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. we were mixing it. There's a real improvement last year. Um, we were mixing it with every team. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, but this year it's, it's great to hear that from the guys what you've said about them, um, and um, ideally that's what you know. I never wanted to, uh, in my career to be a participator, even as a kid. I was there to compete to win, mm, you know, mm, and mm. obviously respect the game, you know, and um, playing the right spirit and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, it's nice winning, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, I want this club to return to um, to winning, to being, uh, you know, finals footy. That's yeah. normal for the Reds. Yeah. You know, that's a normal thing. Mm, um, mm. At the Broncos, that's what we did. When mm. you line up first day of preseason, we were, you know, we're, our mindset was we were, we're not participators. We're there to compete, to mm. be finals footy, looking to win grand finals. Mm. Crusaders, exactly the same. You mm. see those, um, historically, those two clubs, um, that's how it's been. So mm. I want, and, and qu- the awesome thing is Queensland rugby, 70s, 80s, 90s, that's what they were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you had a little spot there and around the 2010, 11, 12, whatever. Um, but I want that to be long-term. And I don't want it to be... Um, I want rugby to be strong in Queensland. 
Um, I want the connections, you know, strong country, mm. Queensland, mm. rugby, um, you know, down the coastline, the schools. I want, you know, uh, the club rugby. A lot of those things are doing well. Um, but I want people to feel proud when they see uh, us in the Maroon jersey and mm. they watch rugby, Queensland. Queensland is playing rugby. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the talent's always been there. You've got to bring them through. Mm. Um and, um, and it's just it's 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 just a conveyor belt at the moment though the talent you know it's coming in batches but that's what good teams do the Crusaders the Bronx we've got you look at you know you spoke of your Taniella your Isaac Rodder your Lucan you've got that wave and then you've got this next wave mm. and then the wave after yeah, and then there's, and and there's and there's more waves coming yeah, isn't there yeah the under 18s that came through are looking like a real good batch but Queensland's always done that yeah it's there it's yeah. always been there so yeah. um, get them. You know, tight, playing for each other, caring about each other. Yeah. That's what the game's based on. Yeah. Uh, that's what I loved about the game. I didn't have to talk about it. I could show my mates I care about you mm. um, because you hit through my actions, you know, and the game's massively and um, around that. So get them tight mm. and then get them remembering Queensland, the Mar- you know, what Queensland is about, what, who we are. Um, get tight to Queensland, the Maroon. Mm. Um, it has to be more than the money, mm. you know. Mm. If it's about the money, then they just go when the other money comes. So if it's if there's mateship, if there's a cause representing this great state and loving it mm. and, and mm. whatever it takes for that, when you put that jersey on, mm. it's not just throwing a jersey on. It means something. It means everything you got, no backward step. Um, and, um, yeah, you get something special. Mm. And... For me, my dream would be to be, you know, I talk about the 70s, 80s and 90s and and the way they played um, and the the way they played, the continuity. And you yeah. start to see that again this year. Yeah. You know, you, can, you could say this year, oh, the last few games, the footy we're playing this year looks like the key, how the Kiwis play. Hang on. That's how the, that's how Queensland played. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you think of two, 11 to... Uh, 12 and that, they're playing good footy mm-hmm. there as well, moving that mm-hmm. ball and keeping it alive. And, um, you know, for me, you know, along those 70s, 80s, and 90s, the guys that kicked um, that, that sort of era off in the 70s, mm-hmm. you know, it must have been a good feeling, um, you know, in the, through the 80s and the 90s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they started something there, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it was wasn't around one person whatever it was just ongoing mm. and and there was a culture there and whatever mm. and for me you know and you know in time to come 10 20 years or whatever it'd be cool to um um to just see strength long-term strength yep. in queensland rugby yeah and just doesn't matter who comes in as a coach or yep. players they just come through the factory the academy they just that's why I call the academy the factory. Yeah. I just want a factory. Just plowing through like at the Broncos, like at the Crusaders. Yeah. Queensland, we produce rugby players. Yeah. Um, they love this state. They're, they're tight. And they just the factory just produces them. They come through. They're fine young men. Mm. Um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, and that's the other side of it is um, that these there's this uh, ongoing, um, hopefully, uh, strength, mm. Queensland rugby. Mm. And across the state and all that sort of stuff, but yeah. as the players too, that uh, you, you know you're impacting on them as men, and you know they they, they um, hopefully they 
men of character that you know um, are contributing to society, whatever they're doing, you know, the families, whatever, post post the footy as well. Mm. So, yourself as Queensland head coach, it's been a um, it's been a roller coaster three years, ups and downs, ups and downs throughout it all. Is there is there anything memorable or, or, or something that stands out for you that makes you take a step back and just and and makes you makes you proud of what you've done here, mate, and what you've seen? Um, I just love seeing all these guys coming through, like you said, the tears of them, mm. um, the layers of players coming through and the mm. ones that are to come. And mm. uh, I, I love when we you know, go on plane trips and mm. people comment about the behaviour of the guys or we start a hotel or we... That's gold to me. That's yeah. the m- most important thing I want to impact on them is... Uh, or hopefully this place impacts on them as men. Yeah. You know, um, you know and you see them, you know, Isaac lost his father, Lucan lost his father. Mm. You know, you see different things go in their life and things happen with them and mm. you see them grow and they get supported and mm. and they get strengthened as young men and mm. um, you just, you sort of get proud of them, you know. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, um you look back at people who impacted on you, you know, the biggest one, you know, apart, like I said, my faith in God, God's, you know, uh, worked in me, you know, thank him for everything. But, mm. you know, my father was my biggest um, impact on me yeah. and um, and different other people in your life and you're grateful and, um, you know, you just, uh, you're hoping that um, everything that's around them at Queensland Rugby is helping these guys just be great men, humble, mm. uh, hardworking, mm. Mm. Uh, massively around caring about people. People mm. are important mm. um, and um, and just respectful and, and appreciating everything they, they have, not entitled, you know, mm. really appreciative and, and, and massively about what can they give, not mm. what do they take, you mm. know. Mm. And, um, you know, men of action, you know, so... Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I feel good when I see the guys um, doing their stuff. Yeah. Um, I've loved seeing the footy uh, grow, and um, yeah, I started to see some wonderful footy from them this year. And yeah, um, it'd be great to, um, you know, continue that and mm. and take it through, you know, uh, further with it. Very good, Thorny. We will finish with a. Uh a Queensland quickfire 10. It's something I've done with the other lads, mate. But to make it easier, I, I won't I won't do it for this playing group. So these will be players from your playing career. So the first one, mate. The most annoying player <laughs> you've ever played with, mate. Play with annoying. <laughs> wow. Um, annoying player that I've played with. Probably, um, I might say Shane Webke. Yeah. Because... Um, uh, yeah, you, he was, um, you know, when you got friendly firing games. Yeah. So, yeah, he'd be flying in. He smashed my teeth and <laughs> he smashed my teeth in at training. Um, really? Right, we're doing some sort of drill yeah. and um, I had to get go to a dentist and get – I had a dentist standing on the table with his full weight pulling yeah. my front teeth back from pointing towards my throat. Um, and that but, was from yeah, training. That was just training, me and Webby. Um, <laughs> um, 
And um, but yeah, training and in games, you know, you'd be in a tackle, he'd come flying in. Yeah. Um, he'd be hurting more of our guys than, than the opposition. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we roomed for five years too, and um, yeah. always had to watch uh, landline at one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> or 12 o'clock whatever it was he's a real country boy yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. but he was good fun very good mate uh, the most skillful player you've ever played with <sighs> man um, some some skillful guys you mm. know think of the guys you know you know guys like Alfie yep. uh, I sort of say he's the best player I played with in either code because of the impact he, he had on games yep. he just won and he did it for a long time so yep. Probably say Alfie. You got guys like obviously. There's many guys. There's many special guys like you know, your Lockyers, your Carters, your, yep. um, some of the you know Fijians players you play with. They yep. got those freakish island skills. Um, yep. So yeah, no one would be mentioning my name in, in that list. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, how about this one then? The most uncoordinated player. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Who's, let me think. Who's a bit unco, mate? I'm going to throw a shout out to White Crockett. <laughs> the Crocsilla. Crocsilla, if you, if you can hear this. Um, um, just because I love giving him a bit of cheek. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful man. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. A real humble, good guy. But... Um, um, uh, yeah, sometimes you'd stand on your foot or something if you stand on your f- finger. You have these guys that you train with, and yeah. um, they just always on a cold day they stand on your finger or your foot. Or, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a few others. I can't think of them right yeah. now, but yeah. What about the most underrated player? You think guys like your Kevin Campions. Um, yep. Yep. Great guy, Darren Smith. Uh, good footballers. Um, yeah, I th- played with a guy called Ether Nathewa. Uh, he's a winger from mm. um, play at Leinster, mm. and um, he played like they put him on with a minute to go in a Fijian game. Yeah. So he was capped as a Fijian, but he grew up in uh, New Zealand. He he would have been a great, a very good All Black. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, he's massively rated over there in Leinster, but you yep. probably haven't heard of him, have no, you? So. No. Um, one of the better players to play with. Guys like Mossy Tuali, um, number eight at the Crusaders, uh, I thought um, was a f- fantastic player. Um, you know, there's guys you, you have that you play next to that people listening mm. may not have heard about or whatever, but some of the best players you've played with because um, mm. you see what they do, you know what they do. But mm. sometimes, you know... Um, Sometimes uh, uh, getting a bit of love from the commentary can help a guy's career. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Some guys don't get mentioned as much. No, you know, no. I don't know, but yeah, there's there's many other guys. I just once again, yeah, probably can't think of them all. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, who who thinks they're the funniest? Uh, who thinks they're the funniest? Far out. Um, Andy Ellis. Thought he was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah there's a show, I like I like showing a little bar in, to him. Yeah. Um, um, he liked to control the room with it. With it, if he got a mic in his hand. Yeah. Um, um, uh, in league, yeah, Big Dell was, you know, Big Dell was he was funny though, talking about <laughs> himself, international yeah. Dell. Um, Gordy, Gordy, Gordy liked thinking he was pretty funny. He he, he was pretty funny though. This, try, yeah, um, yeah. There's uh, there's 
it's hard, mate, because I'm tra- yeah. I'm trawling over like two decades of guys, yeah. Yeah. and um, yeah. if I had time, I'd probably I could write you a whole list of guys, <laughs> but yeah, put on the spot. Um, yeah, Marty Holler, uh, you probably won't know him. He's a flanker in New Zealand. He thought he was funny. Steve Devine. There's, I can see they're starting to roll out it's now. A long list. I'll, I'll leave it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, let's go. Um, the hardest hitter you've ever faced, mate. <sighs> I remember, uh, guys, I, I, I really respected, and his, my favourite player was Paul Harrigan, the chief. Yeah. Um, uh, he was he was a hard hitter. You get some tough hitters around the world. Um, mm. um, so yeah, it's it's sort of hard. Solomon Hamada used to hit hard. Um, probably uh, playing with Tony Carroll was uh, just a beast. Yeah, thing I always liked, you know, respected was Wayne Bennett had been around the game for about forty odd years. He said he hadn't seen a more consistent, clean hitter than Tony. The thing about Tony was. Um, he was uh, a yeah, very, very powerful guy, yeah. very powerful, yeah. and a block. He was, you know, six foot, but he was yeah. uh, about 100, 103 kilo or whatever, but he was concrete. Yeah. So uh, he was a guy I played next to, probably like I didn't have to play against. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. All right, hardest runner. Who used to run the ball? I'll tell you uh, what, Shane used to run Webby yeah. again yeah. from a kickoff, full yeah. sprint. Um, just into the teeth. Yeah. Uh, what a pleasure to play next to him. Um, like I said, as long as he wasn't tackling you. And <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you got guys like you won't. You know, Carmichael Hunt um, at fullback ran into the teeth of yeah, wherever it was the most unpleasant amount of numbers to run and do. That yeah, you know, he runs into. You, you, yeah. you would have seen that yourself. Yeah, yeah. You just have respect for these guys. A guy at Leon McDonald now coaching the Blues. Yep. He was the New Zealand sort of equivalent of Carmichael. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just, he just no joy. I remember Leon. Um, I was I played a game. It was against the Force, and I was in a breakdown, and I got smashed yeah. in my backside, up my backside, <laughs> and it almost buckled me, you know. And um, and I'm in the game going, oh my goodness, um, and uh, I was just, just going with the game. And then on the Monday, I review the game. I'm thinking, what the heck hit me like that? Yeah. And um, and I watch the footage, and it's Liam McDonald flies into my sh- my ass with his shoulder. I'm in a breakdown, and I just went, what is he doing? What is that? That's he's freaking hammered me. And I go out to Leon afterwards, and I say, Leon, you you flew into me. You yeah. smashed me, yeah. and yeah. I only just held it like yeah. I buckled. I don't usually buckle much, you yeah. know. And he said, yeah, um, yeah, I was annoyed at a guy in the force and I wanted to get him, so I went through you to hit him. <laughs> and I just went, oh, yeah, how good. <laughs> that is just joy. Just He was prepared to hit me to get to them. To get and that just gave me – I just – there's something warm inside me. just got all fuzzy and I just loved it. And, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I could go on all day about that. Yeah. But that one other guy that did that was Owen Franks yep. in a test match at Twickenham. And um, I'm in a breakdown – and this guy hits me in the ribs from the wrong side. I thought, you cheeky bugger, some Eng- Pommy guy, English guy. Yeah. He's coming from the side that's, you know, yeah. I'm feeling some anger. Yeah. I, I bring my head out of the ruck, and it's Owen Franks. 
next to me. I've just smiled. I said, it's going to be a good day. How good is that? <laughs> He's hit me to yeah. get to them. And any time that happens, and I just love that because uh, cool. uh, that's the mindset, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so probably sounds a little bit uh, <laughs> buggerish or whatever, but yeah. What about the hardest opposition player, mate, that you've played against? Hardest? Um, um, man, once again, many, many. Guys, you know, going down to, like I said, Marathon Stadium, mm. 19 years old. I remember looking at my boots. It's my fourth game. Mm. Chief was, um, you know, smashing guys with his shoulders, smashing with his fists. You know, yeah. Tony Butterfield, yeah. uh, Mark Glanville, um, Mark Sargent. Yeah. I don't know if you remember these yeah, names, yeah. but um, you know, thirty-two thousand, you know, Navicastrians, you know, mining city, you know, going out there. You just, you know, I remember looking at my boots and going, of all the jobs I could have been, you know, why wasn't I just a uh, apprentice carpenter or whatever? <laughs> why could I have, why are these my boots? But then I put them on and you know, ripped in. But um, um, yeah, like those guys, you know, your Mark Carrolls and yep. um, all those guys from that era. Um, uh, in rugby, you know, you go to the thing about the Springboks. You know, you play Buckies and yep. um, and um, you know, I really, I really pre- res- liked and re- respected Skulk Burger yep. and yep. and all these lads. And you go to um, you know, altitude in South Africa, mm. um, and as an all black you turn up there the spring box are there we've been like a hundred year mm. sort of enemies mm. or whatever mm. you call you know, or com- combatants and you know um, you just know it's it's on like yeah. we're going to go hard at you you're going to go hard at us and let's get it on and, um, it's sort of more teams that yeah you it was tough yep. you know yep. Uh, yep. start of origin too like you catch the ball you get hit you know doing hit up you know it's so much quicker than the club, you know, the club yeah, side of yeah. things. Um, so there's some, uh, there's been some tough defenders, hard guys along the way. Mm. Um, once again, I'm, I'm mm. probably rambling on, but uh, this, this probably, I, can, I, I need to sit down and you know think of them all. So yeah. Who was your best teammate throughout the years, mate? Um, best teammate. Um, I got. Uh, uh, you know, a room with guys like Webby. Mm. Pe- Petro was a special guy to me. Mm. Um, but so many guys. Mm. You know, I love my teammates. I mm. just loved the connection. Footy gives you an opportunity to show people, you know, how much you care about them. Because it is a contact sport. There is. You've got to, mm. um, um, you know, you get knocked over. You know, it's a physical game. Yeah. And you got to stand next to your mate. Sometimes you cop a beat. Yeah. You know, on the scoreboard or physically or whatever, and um, it draws you tight, and um, you know, you, uh, you get really, you care a lot about a lot of guys, you know. Mm. So mm. Petro was a guy that was similar age to me, and mm. um, I remember when he captained a few games. We both finished in '07, and um, I wasn't really into. Sometimes you'll see guys, the vice captain jogs out behind the captain, or. There's all these sort of you know, things. I've never been into that. But when Petro captain in 07, the remainder of the season, because Lockie had been injured, yep. I made sure I went out second behind him when we ran out because um, uh, I wanted him to know I was there with him, you know. Yep. Yep. And um, I used to, I said to him, I'm with you, mate, let's go. Mm. Um, when I played 
um, for the Crusaders, uh, you know, a lot of tight mates, the All Blacks, mm. guys like, uh, you know, Greg Somerville, um, you know, um, you know, different Tony Woodcox and uh, the Franks brothers. Mm. The, I was like the third brother of the Franks brothers. We just love lifting tin and smashing stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, all that. There's so many guys and guys overseas that I play with. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, once again, it's another hard question. Well, last one, mate. Probably another hard question, but your favourite all-time player? To Growing up, playing with, whatever, mate. Who would be your favourite all-time player? Wow. Um, I love watching Big Jonah. Yeah. You know, do his thing. I haven't seen him before Jonah, since, or during. No. Uh, sorry, during or since. Yeah. Um, you know, they say uh, I respect Ali Severe and these different guys and the two Langies and yep. but there's only been one Jonah. Um and it was so cool watching him play and he was he's the, he's actually he passed away and um I didn't actually play all blacks with him. I played against him a few games super rugby but um mm. we're actually the same age. He's actually a few months younger than me, but um it was uh to think that he had that disease through a lot of his career but Mm. He was just um, just uh, amazing to watch run that footy, wasn't he? Mm. He was. Uh, he was awesome. Uh, he was awesome. So um, when I uh, with the league, I love the king Wally. Yep. Wally was, uh, yeah. I say like Alfie was the best I ever um, sort of play with because of his dominance on games. He mm. just used to win games for mm. us at the Bronx and mm. from the eighties right through the nineties. But uh, I, I say Wally was the best I ever saw, you know. The king, he just, the emperor of Lang Park, he, he owned Origin. Yeah. Um, I know he was, a, you know, these days I'd say he's not fit enough and he, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he just, he owned the game and um, yeah. he was the king and, uh, you know, he could um, run the ball, he could uh, he could put a hit on. Yeah. He had a you know massive kicking his kicking game. Um, he could fight, you know, he, could fight. <laughs> he was a good fighter. <laughs> Saw him bash up Steve Roach in Origin. Um, he he owned the referees. Yeah. He owned the game. Yeah. Yeah. He was the king, you know. And yeah, um, well. I just love watching Wally. And so, he's a good man too. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a great guy. So, yeah, no, great stuff. Well, Thorny, mate, thank you, Reds Radio Podcast, mate. Thank you for your time. Been a pleasure. Team Rich, thank you very much. Absolutely brilliant, mate. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, mate.